Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Remember this, you can't outthink the devil, but you sure can outspeak him. And, and I want to talk to you about your adversary. You may, you know, we, we've, been, we've been given tools that we need to use. And one of the tools I want you to understand is this. Meditation and confession has been given to your life. Um, meditation and confession has been given to the life of the believer as tools. And in, in the mind, to really meditate on scriptures and bringing the word of God from off the pages of the Bible to becoming a reality in your heart takes the process of meditation and confession. Now, that is a powerful statement. How do I get the pages in the book, in the Bible, to become a reality in my life? Through the power of meditation and confession, and that's the process, meditating first, confessing, meditation first, confessing, you start creating a reality from the word of God in your life. Good thoughts, good thoughts, negative thoughts, all this stuff coming. Is there something I can do to overcome the mind dealing of life? Because the enemy is trying to bombard your mind. Joyce Myers wrote a great book, The Battlefield of the Mind. It's a great book. It's a good read. What was she saying? She's saying your mind is the battlefield because if your thinking is off, everything in your life, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if your thinking's off, your actions are going to be off. So is there something I can do? How do I start the mind... Now, this, we can go into this. The mind is a very complex place to go because within your mind, your seat of reason, not your brain, but in the seat of reason, which is the internal man, I believe, I believe, now this is my belief, okay, biblically explained. I believe that within the spirit, the human spirit of man, okay, and you're bra- the brand new you. The, the, the Bible calls him the hidden man of the heart. Heart. The soul and the spirit are connected. This is what I believe. And the born again you, in me, let's just use me, my soul and my spirit connect. Okay? They're so intertwined, the only thing that could separate them and divide them is the word of God. It's Hebrews 4. Said the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two, just sort of dividing us under the soul and the spirit, the joints and the joints and the marrow and the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The only thing that could separate it is is the word. The only thing that could put it together is the word of God. The word of God connects. Within the within within the human spirit is where the soul lies. The mind, the will, and the emotions. Okay. Problem is, because of the fall of man, my, my 
my channel of communication is open to anything and everything. So, meaning this, you can get challenged from the enemy in reason in the arena of your thinking. Before we ever start to renew the mind, now this is the process of this, okay? Before we ever start renewing our mind, we have to get principal steps. This is so good, I've never really talked about this, okay? Before we're gonna get to renew the mind and speaking God's thoughts out of your mouth because of the process of the mind renewing, before we get there, the renewing of the mind, the word of God, the washing of the water of the word, before we get to the washing, before we get to the renewing, before we get to God thinking and God-filled words of communication through faith to change your future, we gotta get to the first step, okay? And I believe the first step is understanding the concept of what God is trying to get you to see and understand. Now, it's not a concept as much as, um, there's no formula, but there's a thought. These are very important. If I don't understand we're, because before, see, this is the, we, we take steps out of the process and then want to know why over here there's not as much power because we, 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 we kind of, we messed up the process of steps to get here. And because of it, you're kind of void over here, which one? It's not a formula. It's really weird. It's not a formula where you go one, two, three, four, five, and then you get results but it is a process that takes time, okay? And let me show you how to do it. Because renewing the mind, you know what that, that's all, it's easy, Romans 12, one and two. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice, holy, just, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And what, be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. You could prove what is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will of God. Renew your mind, okay? Well, how do I renew my mind? This is what we do. We all want formula. Renew your mind. Keep God-filled work. Stop. Step one. We gotta get to step one. Step one, then we can get to step four. Here's the problem. Reason. Most people never get the firm footing foundation to start the renewing of the mind process because they've never figured out the first step they must, they must go through to experience is overcoming the voice of reason. Now, let me explain something about this voice of reason. It's tricky because if you're not careful, what will happen is you'll think before you're going to start this process, you're gonna reason that this doesn't look like it can produce the change and results I want to see. Now that right there can change your life. Okay, well, let me show you. What in the world reason, now watch this, we're gonna to get to renew the mind, we're gonna to get to 
God-filled thoughts. We're going to get to God-filled words. We're going to get to God-filled confession. We're going to get there, okay? Let's get to point one. And we might stay on this for a while. Point one. Point number one, write this down. I have to overcome reason before I'm ever going to start this process. Because here's what I mean. You hear this message, you go, I got to get over here, Pastor Chris, and get this done. The problem is the steps it's going to take of faith, you're not going to, it's not going to look like any of this stuff is working at first. And if you're looking for results to determine what you're going to do, you're not going to do this. It's like, and I don't say this in the wrong way. Now, please don't take this like, I know I'm not trying to hurt someone. But if you, never, if you never walked five miles, you're like, I never walked five miles. You don't just get up one day and walk five miles. You might have to walk. I've, I've had people literally say, I had to walk to the mailbox and back. Now, please understand me. If that's your struggle, I'm not here. I'm just trying to give you an analogy. You understand what I'm saying? But how many know walking from the house to the mailbox every day might not look like a big deal, but if you haven't gotten up off the couch... And that's what starts happening spiritually. You, you start taking steps. But if you do that for six weeks, now you can walk to the end of the block. Are you seeing the progression? The first conquering thought is you must conquer reason. Because reason is one of the greatest enemies you'll ever face because it has nothing to do with faith. It has only to do with intellect. And your intellect, and I don't want... I don't want you thinking like, oh, you know, you're in, there's nothing wrong with being intellectual, but your mind evaluates, calculates, perceives, the natural side of mind, comes up with conclusions. Those are great. That, that's the stuff that, that's, your, that's, your, that's your, um, your safety mechanism. Like, you know, you get too close to the edge of the cliff, what do you do? Man, you're too close, back up. If you didn't have that sensory working, you'd be like falling off of everything in this mother. You understand what I'm saying? That's good. That's unsafe situation. That's great. But here's what happens. Every time evaluate, calculate, conclusion comes up, don't let it override the word of God because that's when faith kicks in. So this is the reason why. So is there something I can do? Yes. You, and one of the big things is this. You got to forget what you think about this stuff. You got to forget what you feel about this stuff. And you got to forget. You just got to start understanding this process. It's the only way. Now, this is good. I'm not going to tell you that. Um, it's the only way you're going to get the results. The lasting, life-changing results that you want to see this is the only way to get them. Now, we might get one ahead of the other, like the order of it, like, oh, pastor, is this confession? No, don't worry about that. Is this meditation? Don't worry about that. You might get it all here, but you got to get past reason. Otherwise, you're not going to put the time into confessing and meditating and reprogramming. You're, you're not going to do it. So look what happens here. So let's get an understanding, number one. Number one, you got to understand this. The moment you start trying to make ground, the enemy is going to be like trying to discourage you from doing it. And I think you see a really cool thing in Peter in the book of Luke 
in Luke 22, 31, Peter kind of shows up right before, the, right before he denies Jesus. Well, Jesus explains, basically explains to him, he said, look, Peter, you think you're gonna go in all bold and strong, but before this rooster crows three times, you're gonna deny me? Peter, my dear friend, look what he says to him in Luke 22, 31. He explains to him, and I think it's really cool. He says, Peter, my dear friend, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Satan has demanded to come and sift you like wheat and test you and your faith. Now, this was a real cool thought I had. I want you to like pull this bunny trail out of this thing, okay? She really, really was a good thought. I kind of got excited about it. I don't understand this. I don't know if anybody does. If they think they can tell you this, that's great. I can't. I don't know how the devil went and specifically asked to try Peter. I don't know how he did it with Job. I don't know if he's going to ever do it with you. I don't know if he's ever going to do it with me. But man, something inside of me, maybe the, um, I don't know, the juice inside, you know, I was like, man, I was like, what if, just what if, the next time I feel like I'm going through a faith trial, what if I got called out? Now, I know God's going to protect me, he protects us. I just, I just want you to take a different side of the battle because this really makes you kind of go like, you know, it was funny the other day. <laughs> This is so goofy. I'm crazy, right, in a good way. I was watching, like, I don't know, some of you don't get crazy with me. I don't watch all this crazy stuff. But I was watching, you know, 300 was on, you know, and it was like, and it was like, I don't know if you've seen it. Don't go watching it. It's really, it's gory. Or it's about, you know, I don't know, where am I coming up with this stuff today, right? I got songs. I don't even want to tell you about the music selection before we started today. But my bloopers, they need help. So anyway, um, so I was watching this thing, right? And I watched these guys, you know, and I know it's TV, but military thought was like, if we're going to, if we're going to, you know, it was funny. It was almost like one of these thoughts was this. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather die on my feet. You know what I mean? These guys are more like, I'd rather die on my feet with a sword in my hand than to, to, to be controlled on my knees for the rest of my life kind of mentality. You know, like we're going to fight for a cause, you know, and, and it kind of like rises up like the warrior inside of you. Like you go, yeah, man, I'm going to fight for the kingdom. We're going to fight. Now we know we fight from faith, but what if your number what if your number got picked from heaven? And what if the enemy's like, let me try his faith like Job. Let, let me, I bet you he'll give you up. And I don't know why, but Peter says the same thing. He says, Satan has demanded to come and sift you like we anticipate. Now that was more, more than just Peter, it was all of them. But I have prayed for you. And Peter, Peter chimed in, that was everybody, but Peter really got under the test. I have prayed for you. Peter, that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes. Because Jesus told them they were all going to enter into temptation. This was a specific moment that we came to Peter and explained to Peter. Remember this. After you have turned back to me and have been restored, make it your life mission to strengthen the faith of your brothers. He knew. And he goes on to tell him, you're going you're to denounce me. But here's what I'm saying. Satan has demanded to come and sift you like wheat to test your faith. Can your faith be tested? And that's what I'm here to say. Are we ready for the tests of faith? Because think of this, you can't outthink the enemy. Now I say that very cautiously, I understand what I'm saying, because he's just got fiery darts all day long, man. 
You, you can't outthink him. You have the mind of Christ. You're smart. But you can't, the way he kind of comes, but you can what? You can outspeak him. Confession will change your life. The things you speak, faith-filled words out of your mouth can change your life. But here's the key. Don't stop. Don't stop this process because the minute you stop this process, um, you hinder your spiritual growth. And I know sometimes like putting the work in on meditating and confession isn't easy, but the more you put the work in on this, man, the easier it's going to come. The key, now here's the number key, write this down. This is a good one. The key to confession and meditation is you might not see it or feel anything is happening. Just do it. That's big. Now, I know that's simple, but that's big. That's really big because you might be saying, what do you mean? You See, this thing, you got to meditate and just because you probably won't feel anything, but just keep speaking it. Say what God says. Meditate in the word. Faith in God's spirit are not a feeling. Feelings are going to come way down the road. You're planting the seed of the word of God in your mind and in your heart. It's going to grow, and you're going to have a harvest of faith, and that's how the kingdom of God. Um, the kingdom of heaven is like a what? A seed. As a man just taking it to the ground. First the blade, then the ear, then the full kernel in the ear. He said, goes to bed day and night. He don't know how this works. But we say, he said, growth comes from seed principle. Does that make sense? So are you speaking? Now, now I'm building this bridge slow. And I'll come talk about the other side of it next week because there ain't no way I'm going to get this all done in one shot. Okay? So now I'm saying, have you started the process of meditating in the word of God to load it up and then release it later. Now, here's the big thing. People do not usually release beliefs. Now, it's funny. We just did faith seminar a little bit. I told them, I said, faith is a servant. That's where we came. We were in the book of Luke. Faith is a servant. What do you mean faith's a servant? Faith, faith has to be released with a task. You load your faith up would task. If you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say. The faith side is the say side. The say side is the faith side. You got to do it. Remember I told you, Mark 11, 23 and 24, but whosoever shall say unto that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. And when you pray, believe that you receive, and ye shall have them. Say, 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 say. Don't stop saying. Say what God says. Keep speaking. That's how you, that's how you release faith. I had somebody just, 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 just today um, prayed for them. They were going through a hard time, and they said, man, what, 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 what we said, that's what I kept saying, and it got me through. It got me through. I grabbed on, and it got me through. Look at Joshua 1 and 8, Message Bible. Reads good. This is how the kingdom of heaven works. Remember that? Remember I told you faith in God's spirit are not feelings. 
Now, I'm going to say this. It isn't simple, and it's not hard, but it's not simple to do. It's simple. It's not hard, but it's not simple to do. You got to do it. You got to stay consistent in it. And don't for a minute let this book, look at this. Man, this is good, right? And don't for a minute let this book, the revelation, be out of the mind. You know, we said in King James, don't let this book of the law depart. And don't let for a minute this book of revelation be out of mind. Ponder and meditate on it day and night. Make sure you practice everything written in it. Then you'll get where you're going. Then you will succeed. He said, look, now how about this one? Meditate in the word of God and have success. Think about this process. Joshua 1.8. Do not let this book, you want to go see, put it in the King James if you, if you can. We'll take it some time. Let them see this. Because I think Joshua 1.8 in the King James, now I read it like, I read it in the, um, in the message because I wanted to, sometimes I like to over expound some of this stuff. But man, I'll tell you right here now, you read this in the King James and y'all know what it says and we can read it, but I just want to, I'm going to pull it up just so I could, so I could look at it with my eyes. Joshua 1.8, y'all know what it says up there. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Okay. What do you mean the book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth? Well, the Bible shouldn't leave your mouth. Okay. How do you get the Bible to be the only thing that comes out of your mouth? You need to meditate therein day and night. You keep looking at it. It becomes one with you. And then all you do is say what it says. Now watch this. Meditate that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Stay within the pages. You meditate to do. You think to do. Observe to do. Meditate. Whatever you think about, you do. Now this is a law. The law of meditation is whenever you put your mind on, you will become. law. Meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do according that was written. So whatever you meditate on, you're eventually going to do. It's a law. If you don't want to change where you're going, it's easy to change bad habits, change your thinking. If I change your thinking, I can change your actions. Your actions are just responses of your thoughts. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It started with a thought before it ever became an action. Observe to do all that is written. What do you mean observe to do? That means, basically, let me paraphrase. Whatever you think upon all day long is going to be what you observe to do. So let's break it down. Whatever you think upon is what you're basically going to do. Every single thing. So people will say this. Well, you don't know what I'm thinking. I pretty much can tell you almost what you're thinking by watching what you're doing. 
because whatever you meditate on is, is, you know, is where you're going. It's just a law. But watch this. He said, if you can challenge your meditation, really good word, to be within the lines of the word of God, you'll be prosperous and have good success. Now watch this. How many seminars have you and I gone to? This is, this is me making jokes. The prosperous good success seminar, and they said to you, go meditate in the Bible. Probably zero. Right? It's jump around the room. Get hyped. Get pumped. Make sales. You got this. You can do it. You're a billion-dollar roundtable. You can do this. Let's go. Motivate. Get excited. Nothing wrong with that. I've done it. You've done it. We've been part of it. Right? But look what he said. He said, you want to be prosperous and have good success? Go meditate in the Word. Isn't that wild? Joshua 1.8 is a prosperity scripture. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. You want, you want me to prove it to you? Check this out. You want, to know, you want to know what the word prosper means? You want to, know, want to know what it means? Yes, we want to know what it means. To push forward, to break out, to become profitable. Sounds like money to me. Right? It's, it's more, I, I understand it's a life change, but if you really get in it, guess what it's all right. You go into the Hebrew, the Hebrew uh, meaning um, as advancing, to advance, to advance up, upward, to move forward, a pushing forward. What do you mean? It's what? Prospering. Prospering. Experience prosperity. All right, so that's what that could be. And have good success. Look at this one. To have good what? Success. What does it mean to be successful? Look at this, man. Check this out. I wanted to show you this one thing. Find it right here. It's an even better definition. The word of success, right? It means this. To prosper, to have success, to cause to prosper, to lay up to prosper, to cause to be given insight like a teacher. The teacher of the wise. How many of you want to have good success to teach wisdom? Meditate in the word of God. See what I'm saying? Now, but watch this though. Now let's go back to the place of reason. It doesn't look like I'm doing anything when I'm doing this, Pastor Chris. Don't let reason stop the process. See, here's the thing. I'm telling you, this is, this is so good. I know it's kind of like just a little bit like, what is he trying to say? This is so good. Watch this. This is how you do it. Okay? You med Remember, these, these are in the process. Meditating, confessing, getting the mind of God, speak the word of God. Stop. That's what we're going to do. But here's the thing. If reason never lets you start the process, 
We don't even get to this stuff. Well, what good is me sitting in there looking at the Word of God, taking that scripture, meditating, picking up, pulling down? I know, I know, Pastor Chris. I've been, I've been to church. I know I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to sit there with these scriptures, and I'm supposed to go, a greater, greater, pick it up, pick it up. Greater is he that's in me than he that's greater. Greater is it greater? And I'm supposed to pick it up and pull it down. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The greater one's in me. Greater is he that's in me. I can do greater things. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't think it's going to change me because I'm screwed up and I never get better. No. No, you're not. You're better than you used to be. Come on. Couple minutes a day, right? Couple, couple minutes a day changing your life. You're not a mess. You're not broken. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not bad at this. You're not not good at this. You're good at it. You just gotta do it. How about one day? I'm just gonna I'll meditate a little bit. I'll just sit there in the, I'll sit there at night and I'll think about I'll think about a scripture or something and I'll I'll just try to meditate. You want good success? Here's the thing. This is not about feeling. This is the problem. You can't get people to start the process of change because they don't have the instruments or the tools to do it. So instead of trying to do this thing, they don't believe in the system of change or they believe the system can work, but they don't just think it's working for them because they've tried it. Guess what they do? They quit. It's simple. Uh, look at this. The enemy is trying to get a foothold in your mind to stop all this stuff. Speaking the word of God. First of all, it's going to, now remember this, why am I doing this? First of all, it's going to change you on the inside, and soon your life's going to start changing on the outside. But now watch this. For, now you like that. Now watch, everybody listen to me likes that. Ooh, I like change on the inside, change on the outside. Ooh, I like it, I like it. What's the next question you're going to ask me? How long is it going to take? I don't know. Everyone and every situation is different. But does it really matter? It's going to come out. How bad do you want it? How bad do you need it? How bad is it worth it to you? Is it, is it worth it to you to go for it? Come on. You can do this thing. Because what, what's Romans 10, 17 say? That's a bonus scripture. Let's throw that one in there. Y'all know what it says. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. But look at it. I don't like you've seen it. Because some of you don't know where these are. And why you got to listen just to me? I think your eye gate lets it in. Why do you think he said this? Don't let this book of the law depart of their mouth. He wants you looking in it. Eyes, ears, mouth. 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 Why? Because he knows that's how you, you write upon the tablet of your heart. Look what it says, right? Look at this. So then faith, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, what kind of hearing comes by the word of God? Faith-filled hearing. Speak the word and spend time with God. Now, how long is it really going to take you to start building these? These are not hard, guys. Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. 
You can start out now. Here's what I do. Now, what am I trying to do? Point number one, okay? Give me a couple minutes. I want you to start out speaking the enemy, whether you got the meditating down or not. I don't care. Try to focus your mind off of the worry and start focusing your mind on the word. Woo! Stop focusing your mind on the worry and start focusing your mind on the word. It's going to want to wander, but you don't let it do it. You got to know that change is going to happen for you. It's a process, and the process is called renewing your mind, and Jesus paid the price for you to do this. It's not based on works, but there's things I got to do to get it to work. It can be a little bit of work, but I got news for you. There's a big difference coming on the way if you put a little bit of work in. Come on. Mm. You're going to be diligent at doing this. You want to see it? I just thought of this. This is so good. I got a couple minutes. Look at this, look at this. You want to see it? You want to see it? Let me show you this. Let me show you this. I want to show you this. Ooh, you're going to love this. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Go to Romans. Go to Romans chapter 4. This is a bonus. Ever say bonus. Romans chapter 4, uh, 16. Okay, I'm going to show you this real quick, and then we're going to go. We've got a couple minutes. Okay, you doing all right? Because I just want you, just start speaking words. Speak the words. Speak the words. Speak the words. Just speak the words. Just speak what God would say. You're, you're broke right now. Say, I'm rich. Just say, I'm rich. Just start saying this stuff. Just start, I want you to start saying, saying, saying. And then we're going to work next week on the meditating to say. But right now, it's like this. Just keep throwing. Just get some reps. Throw the word. I'm rich. I'm blessed. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be great. I don't even care if you've got scriptural like, knowledge. Just say, it's going to be good. You don't know what to say. It's going to be good. Just get good stuff coming out. Some of you are so negative. All you got is negative, 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 negative. Get good stuff coming out of your mouth. We'll get the word coming out. We'll get some stuff. Start being positive. Ooh, it's bad. My job's bad. My life's bad. Ooh, bad, bad, bad. Get that out of your mouth. Wash your mouth out. Wash your mouth out. Stop talking all this junk. Oh, it's bad. This is bad. That's bad. Bad, bad, bad. No more bad. Just say, it's good. It's going to be get better. It's getting better. I might not be what I want to be, but I'm a whole lot better than I used to be. Say something positive. Start getting positive. Stop living in a negative environment of your life. Uh, 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 I'm ugly. I'm this. I'm fat. I'm sloppy. I'm this. I'm lazy. I'm stupid. Stop. Just stop it. Don't say nothing if you're going to talk like that. Just say, you know what? I'm down an ounce today. That's pretty funny. That's a good one, right? I'm down an ounce today. My God in heaven, I praise be to God. I eat a gallon of ice cream, now I'm eating half a gallon. Come on, I got victory on the horizon. Come on, right? G was giving me a hard time. I've been telling her. I was laughing today. She goes, Daddy, she, the kids bought ice cream. She goes, Daddy, you're not allowed to eat it. <laughs> she goes, Daddy, you're not allowed to eat that. I said, I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. She come and found me the other day. I said, I didn't eat it. We're winning. Didn't eat the ice cream. Come on. Somebody, right? It was cute, but it's our little thing, right? Look at this, 416, right? Something better than yesterday. That's what I need out of you. Come on, let me read it. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only that which is of the law, but that which is also the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now watch this. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Now watch Jesus. He said, Abraham, the barren, the unproductive, I'm not talking to you based upon what I see. I'm talking to you based upon what's been written about you. Did you see that? And I don't want you to speak anything different about you than what's been written about you. 
before whom he before him who believed even God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Did you get it? As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations, Abraham. Before him whom he believed, even God. This is how God did it. God quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Abraham, you need to call things that be not as though they were. You, listen to me right now, have to call things that be not as though they were. Do you see the positive confession? Now, I know you're going to say, but who against hope, keep going. Abraham's showing you how to do it. After this, if you don't do it, you just don't want it. It's a choice. And that's okay. We'll work. We'll come back around. This stuff will come back around in cycles. And maybe next time we talk about it, you'll be ready. But somebody's ready today. Who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. Abraham said what? I can't see how this is going to happen, but I'll believe. According to that which was spoken, there we go again. He ain't talking about what he's seeing. He had overcome what he was seeing and only speak what he received was written. See it? So shall thy seed be. You know what's funny? God wanted Abram to be called Abraham, the father of many nations. So for God to get Abram to say what God wanted him to say, he changed his name. God will change your identity to change your mouth. That's why the picture and the image needs to be formed before the confession ever comes out of you. He changes your identity, and once you speak out of a new identity, you're going to speak faith-filled words. I got to get you to identify with the new man in Christ, not the old man is dead and annihilated. Being not weak in faith, here we go, right? Considered not his own body now dead. So weak faith starts looking at all the circumstances. But what? Neither the dead necessarily. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he promised he was able to perform, therefore was imputed to him for righteousness. What am I saying? He spoke what was written. Now let me explain something. Abraham didn't see the written word like me and you have. We got a leg up on all these guys. We got the Bible, man. So you should not be deficient in areas that you're allowing yourself to become deficient in. You're just word deficient. Faith comes by hearing. Man, I'll tell you, something just went off on the inside of me. Every area you're struggling in right now, all you need to do is hear faith. On that area, in that moment, and you could change your life forever. And right now, in any moment from now on, you're like, oh, you know my, I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of feel like I'm going through it mentally. Really getting challenged in the arena of my mind. Stop, pause. What's the word say? God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Go right there. Hear it. Read it. God has given me, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. I got a sound mind. Faith comes. Activate, release out of your mouth. I have a sound mind. I come against fear. I don't have worry. I don't have fret. I, but what? It says, it says, Philippians 4, rejoice, and again I say I rejoice. Right? 
Don't take no care. Don't take no anxiety, right? Philippians 4, 6, you know it, right? But look at look it, it says, rejoice in the Lord, right? So right now you're going, man, I'm going through this mental press right now, pastor. It's okay. Philippians 4 and 4, I'm going to go there, right? Faith comes by hearing. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. Amplified says be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Boom. You get there. I cast my care on the Lord. I'm anxious for nothing. I believe that he heard me. I know that whatsoever I believe when I pray, give it to God. And you go. Now two minutes later it comes back. I cast my care on the Lord. See it? Anything that arises that tries to bombard your mind out of your mouth, you can't outthink the devil. He's bringing fiery darts, but you can outspeak him. Pull that jerker in the arena of faith. Grab that thing. Oh, my God. Grab that thing. Grab that thing, whatever it is. Go to the word of God and flush it through the word of God and allow the word of God now to be in your mind. Now, you say, I don't know what those scriptures are. Google them. I'm telling you all the time. You can Google anything. Right? So right now, you got money problems. Like, oh, man, I got some money problems. What am I going to do with this money? I got to show pay, pay these bills. Try to figure that. Stop. Pause. He said that he'll, I'm a tither, Malachi 3. Now, this is where order comes in, too, some of you. This is why you got you to keep your tithing right and your giving right because you got a better, greater place of faith. That's like unforgiveness. You got to clean some of this stuff up to get active in these things at another level. You got to make sure you keep yourself loaded up here, man. That's why you got to keep your faith built up, you know? So I, he'll meet all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. My needs, all my needs are met according to Christ. See it? He, what? he wants me to prosper. Blessing of the Lord maketh rich and added no sorrow. The blessing of God coming upon your life, making you rich and added no sorrow. What's that mean? I got to go pull out of that well. And then you go, okay. I'll be, okay, I'll be blessed according to his riches and glory. Praise God. All right, God, you meet my financial needs in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Boom, put it there. Now when that thought comes back to your head, he meets all my needs according to his riches in Christ. I'm a tither. I'm blessed coming and blessed going. Deuteronomy 28. Come on. It says I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I come. I'm blessed when I go. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Come on. Some, see what I'm saying? Boom. I'm talking my way out of this. Your loved ones ain't going to serve. What are they going to do? No, no, no. My, me and my household are going to be saved. They're going to serve God all the days of their life. You see what I'm saying? He brings it to your mind, brings it to your thought. And here's another one. Check this out. It becomes a need in your life. Every need in your life needs to find its place within the seed of the word of God. And you need to speak those seeds out of your mouth to change your future. Did you see that? Every need in your life. Needs are going to come. Okay, needs are going to come when needs arise, circumstances arrive, stuff arise, and you're sitting here hanging on. You're like, I'm hanging on. Oh, my God, I'm hanging on. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm losing it. I feel like I'm losing it. But you're not going to lose it. You're going to hang on, and you're going to go, okay, I'm going to get the word of God. I'm going to apply the word of God. I'm going to put it in my mind. I'm going to meditate for a minute. I'm going to get it coming to my mouth, and then it's going to be a continual confession of victory until it leaves my arena and then the next one will come and another thing will come and this will come and that'll come and 
Blue Mondays will come, and I'll make them Happy Fridays and Supernatural Sundays. You know what I mean? Everything will change because of your perspective and your meditation and your confession, and you might not know this. You might not be able to outthink the devil, but we're getting ready to start outspeaking him in every season of our life. Amen? You guys did great. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the power of God working in their life, working in their mind, working in their thought life. I thank you for the word of God is going to be foremost on their lips. I think they're going to speak to it. We maybe not be able to think, outthink the enemy because he's bringing them fiery darts like a wicked mess, but we promise you this. We are going to definitely speak the word of God like a machine gun over and over and over and over and get breakthrough and victory in every area of our life because we're a meditator in the word of God and we're changing our world with the confession of our mouth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Guys, keep the updates coming. We're going to be having a women's meeting and a men's meeting and a business fellowship. Stay connected. Go to relevantfl.org and stay up to date on what's going on here at Relevant. I love you. Thanks for sharing today's message. Share it right now if you didn't share it during service so we can help some people. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you Sunday morning. Don't forget, we're we service times. We're, we're live now. We're knocking them out. You can come and be a part of any service you want to come and be a part of. And I'm excited about what God's doing because God has been faithful through every season of life. And he ain't going to change who he is no matter what's going on in the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.